You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Is our good friend David Noble. Hello, Nobes. Hello, Kimbo. G'day, Roach. How are you guys going? Well, not bad. You're like Roach now. You've joined the media. It's all fun and no responsibility, (laughs) eh? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, David. Ask him. uh... Ask him what his job is. What profession he believes uh, he is. I'm not part of the media, never have been. You know that, Nobes. Um, You're an entertainer. uh, (laughs) I'll take that. I'll take that. Hey, Nobes, if we can go, we've spoke to you on numerous occasions, but not for some time. Um, How are you personally now after all the events that took place at at North Melbourne? I'm pretty good, Kimbo. Um, All things being said, had a good break. Um, We went away. We had a time to sort of get away together um sarah myself and spent some time you know just reconnecting and then time with the family and yeah, a bit of time to reflect and um you know look back on a, on a few things as to what went on and you know things mm. that went well and things that didn't and yeah i've moved on and got myself back into some study and yeah moving forward if you've moved on you don't have to answer any of these but what have you done anything different with the advantage of hindsight uh, look, I said the other day, is probably manage up a little bit better. Um, you know, in some respects, I think you just get entrenched in the day to day, you know, just continuing to sort of move forward and try to keep the club going forward. Um, yeah, it'd be one thing. Oh, God, I think there's, there's things on both sides that we could have done better as yep. a collective, but yeah, probably things for, for me to sort of self-reflect upon. And, um, yeah, that, that's probably what I'd say. Let's move to the now. You do sound refreshed. You're eminently eminently qualified. Are you ready to take on the Essendon job? Oh. <laughs> I haven't had that one thrown at me. Really? Well, they're uh, mad if they don't talk to you. Would you be interested? Oh, God. I don't know, Kimbo. It's, um... You'd need his help. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, at, it's an interesting spot at the moment. It's, mm. it's been really good to... Um, sit back and, and have a good look around at what other industries are doing, um, you know, what, what other sports are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been really refreshing, actually, to just sit back and uh, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, had a lot of conversations and coffees and lunches with a lot of, you know, contacts that you build up over the, the journey. And um, I'm probably not in a mad rush to sort of make a decision, I'd have, have to say. So if, if, if Essendon rang tomorrow, would you be prepared to sit down and have a chat with them? I'd probably have a coffee. I don't know that I'd have an interview. I've, I've probably got some questions I'd, I'd you know, want to ask. But, um, yeah, I'm sort of open to anyone that wants to pick up the phone and have a, have a chat. Well, you've got a good track record at the moment. The last person you brought into a job actually finished up with a job in Jeff Walsh. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit ironic that Roach, isn't, isn't it? He did his report to the board and I got fired and I did my report and got him a job. It's, yeah. I know you've been asked. Work, 
I know you've been asked a hundred times on Jason Horn Francis, but are you surprised by any of it? Uh, oh, look, not extremely surprised. I didn't get up and go, oh, wow, you know, that one sort of came out of left field. Um, we probably knew that there was some interest halfway through the year, but nothing that we were ever concerned about. I mean, it was, mm. I think I've spoken to you guys both, mm. you know, on air and off air, that you, you would always track the, the SA boys that left home and reach out to the managers and talk to them and see how they're going. And so it wasn't a, not a total surprise. No, not for me. So, David, let's deal with perception and reality. Who is Jason Horn Francis? He's a one of the most competitive um, young guys that I've I've ever dealt with. Rich, he's a he's a very um, highly intelligent, you know, football guy. He sees things that um, it's hard to teach. You know, when you're taking young guys through visions and concepts and bits and pieces, they they'll get. I don't know, say three out of the five things, Jason will tend to get the five. He'll mm-hmm. see the extra couple of pieces that you, you know, the the outer layer of a stoppage or the player that's leading in behind um, a player that's coming straight at you as as far as a, a lead-up type of player. I mean, the things that you would expect a, a five- or six-year player in the team to do, or to sorry, to see, he sees that straight away. So, yeah, he's he's highly intelligent. And Look, his emotions spilled out at times because he's he's super competitive and he, he wants not only him, but he wants the team that he plays with. He wants them to be really good. A lot of texts coming through, Nobes. So this one's from Lewis. He says, "Can you?" he's a port man. Can you ask David? He said, I know this is a simple question, but I'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth. Can you ask David where Jason Horn Francis sits in terms of young talent that he's seen during his years in the game and what type of player you think he will become? I think he's, for me, squarely sits in the top 10, Kimbo, of, of what I've seen. Mm. It, it'll it'll need to play out a little bit more to see what he can deliver. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to oh, I'll go back to him a bit, but, you know, I coached Lenny Hayes as a yep. 16, 17, 18-year-old. So um, Cam Rayner, I didn't necessarily coach Cam, but, you know, saw what he did, Paddy Dangerfield. So, I mean... What he he's got certainly got some capacity and he's got some capability, um, but he needs he needs to deliver that on a consistent basis over the next you know two or three or four years. So David, is he misunderstood or is he still not mature for what the AFL is all about? Uh, a bit of both, I think, Roach. To be honest, you know, there's some there's. I think he gets frustrated in the demands that are that are now required because. As a young, talented player, you can't turn up and just play anymore. You yep. need to play in a system. You need to understand what the team's trying to do. Um, so, yeah, there's elements of... Uh, having said that, like, you, you love the fact that he just wants to be the guy that goes and gets the ball. Mm. Um, not not a lot dissimilar to sort of Paddy initially. I mean, Paddy was just see ball, get ball. Mm. Um, so th- there's that sense, but... You have to understand that you've got to play within a team. It can't just be all about um, just, you know, let me do the job and I'll, you know, I'll get it all done. It doesn't operate that way anymore. 
Let's uh, change direction a little bit. You're part of the AFL Trade Radio team. I hope you're enjoying that. Uh, Brisbane need to do a deal with Josh Dunkley. Tell us how that happens because you are connected to Brisbane. And a left field one was thrown up by one of your colleagues, Matt Rendell. If they had to give something, he would look at trading out Cam Rayner. You just mentioned his name then. Would you look at that? No way. Not under any circumstances would I let him go. I know. Um, He's just, yeah, he's as good as I've seen return out of a knee reco in his first 12 months for a long time. I can't remember many that have come back in as good a condition. So, no, I I definitely would not do that. Um, How do they get it done? Well, I think they're manoeuvring. They've started to to manoeuvre around their picks. They've got to take into account Ashcroft and Fletcher. I think they'll get Fletcher reasonably easily, I think, at the bottom end. They might go into um, on the second round, maybe, I think, which is, you know, once you get to sort of that 40 pick, they're okay. Mm. Um, yeah, Dunkley would need to be a, a future first, I would think, the way that it's shaping and something. Um, but I, I think they, they will, they'll build up some points, Kimbo, um, mm. and they'll get themselves into a position where they'll need to deal for Dunkley over a period of time. And I would imagine that um, they've committed to getting it done. Um, yeah, a first and a second, I'm not sure it's two firsts, but that would just be my thoughts. David, let's bring the elephant out of the corner again on this topic about Jason Horn Francis and anyone like Jason Horn Francis who's an early draft pick and then seeks a quick exit from a club. Are we going to debate again three-year, four-year contracts for top 10 draftees. And does that really work when you see Isaac Rankin does four years at Gold Coast and he moves anyway? Is, is that the answer? I don't, but I don't think, unless the, unless the AFL wants to bring in some level that you, you know, you can't trade those guys, Rooch. I don't, I think you could extend the contract to three, but um, there was someone down here mentioning, you know, the anti-tampering side yeah, of things. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was doing the list management at Adelaide, it was pretty clear you weren't supposed to talk to players in contract. Like, that was... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right. So you spoke to their manager. pretty clear from... Yeah, from, from Kenny Wood. That, yeah. that doesn't seem to hold any weight now. So right. I, I don't think it's as simple anymore as just saying, well, first round or second round players need to extend their contract. I think there needs to be something else in there. So how do you protect a club then? Because... You, let me put it this way. If you were still at North Melbourne, you would be mightily peeved off that you've just invested so much in Jason Horn Francis. And yeah. he's out after a year. You need some protection, surely, as a club that's going to invest in a first-round draftee. Well, I think you I think you can say first two years, uh, first and second-year player can't be traded. Like that, that's relatively easy. Hmm. Um, but does that sure help that if the, you I... then get a frustrated player like Jason Horn Francis? Well, but I think when they come in the door, they know they can't leave for okay. two years. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So I, therefore, it's like, well, you're here and we've got to make it right for you and, and clubs have got a responsibility to make the environment good for them so that point. they feel like yeah. it. Um, I mean, we, we spoke to um, Jason's mum and dad about, you know, moving to Melbourne to support him. So that wasn't that we didn't have those conversations to try to, you know, stabilise the environment for him. That, look, they were loose conversations. So, look, you know, would this be something that you guys would entertain? Um, but, yeah, maybe if they just said, well, you know what, first and second year players cannot be traded under any circumstances mm. and therefore they stay. Nobes, this is an awkward one for you because you were front and centre at the time talking about, talking about JF, JHF, 
Jason Horn France. We're getting sick of saying his yep. name. But uh, you were hell-bent on getting the number one pick, the first one the club had ever had. Adelaide offered three first-round draft picks. They've now picked up Rochelle Dawson and Rankin. Which way do you wish you'd gone now? No, I think you still, you, you'll always back yourself in of taking the best talent, Kimbo. Like, a club hadn't had it. Uh, we finished down the bottom. Um, you know, we were pretty clear that he was the, the best, you know, mm. um, player in, in the country. His football, you know, had delivered really well in a senior competition for two years running. So I think we're all great in hindsight. But at that point in time, we didn't feel like it was at that point that we needed to split that pick. North in a spot now where they've got it again. I would absolutely split it this year, mm. no question. Um, the Adelaide Footy Club. We get a lot of text here. People are frustrated because they're not being active enough during the trade period. They've got their one player they want. Do you like the way they're going about it at the moment? Yeah, I do. I think they've grown really well this year. If you you know you've watched their advancement, you know through this period, I think Nixie's doing a terrific job in um, on where he's going. One of the key things is you know, stability. There is an element of creating that stability as to what, you know, they need to grow and where they need to go. But they, they still might be active coming to the to the back end of next week. Um, yeah, I know the guys intimately, you know, Justin and, mm-hmm. and Hamish are always on top of where things, you know, are trying to be evolved. So they might be still working behind the scenes to get something else in the door. What would they be trying to get? They hardly have enough points to get Michael Annie. Don't know. There might be um, there might be a couple of needs that they you know they might want to fill again. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk that probably midfield is an area mm. you know to sort of continue to work through. Oh, with there crouch. might be some. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, mm. but yeah, well they need to restock that area, don't they? So yeah, they you know, that's obviously different. going to. So be, they may yeah. trade him yeah. out late. So David, if well, I don't know what what's happening with Frampton. Is he going to stay or is he going to go? No, he's going to Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, he'll so, go. No, it's great to have a chat here. We could keep going. We've run out of time. We need to get to an ad break. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling so relaxed. We'll speak to David Barham Think if he's still in charge tomorrow. Think very carefully about Essendon, David. <laughs> no, very you'd be carefully. fine. you turn around the heartbeat. They've got a great list. <laughs> yeah, Good on well, you. Lovely to chat to you guys. Good Thanks, on you, Nobs. And I still owe you that wine. I thought you were his friend. Oh, yeah, Rooch. I'd back him in. You huh? sent him into the Viper's Nest. Too right, I would. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.